Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the deconversion story of a Nigerian atheist. He was brought up in Christianity, but in fact, this was a cult, a Christian cult, and he did inside this Niger. Wow. He went to detailed breakdown the doctrines of that church. I'm like, he, 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 he didn't even say it was a cult. He didn't even give me the heads up. It was as he was explaining it. I was like, no, 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 no. This is a cult. Like, this is too much. This is deeper than. Like, come on, come on. Like, it's really amazing. He has been able to think his way out of the firewall of that cult. Like, it's fucking remarkable fucking remarkable so if you have not subscribed please consider subscribing on this podcast right to this podcast it's available on apple spotify google youtube and many other places podcasts are available so please sit back relax or continue whatever you are doing and listen to the conversion story of jason Hello, Jason, and yeah, welcome to Story of an Atheist. Thank you, Rantanatist. It's um, it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Thanks for coming to share your story, man. Yeah, man. Finally, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, I your side now. I I the go. I the push on. Bro, the manager, the manager good, and I can't <laughs> complain now. Just doing things and. Trying to make ends meet, trying to make sure everything soft. Hey, How about you? Nigeria, oh. everybody in our regional manager. Oh. For you, for you, just the manager side. <laughs> How yeah. about you? How are you doing, man? I'm on my advanced job. I define visa for floor. Probably I mean, they rant now, so nobody's hosting vex. I have a very, very cool story. The first few times I saw you on Twitter, when I was still Christian, I used to like, Think ah, almost this guy. This guy was always fight everybody on top tier. <laughs> I think there was time I blocked you for like a few hours or something. It was not yeah. a few days really. It was not later I can't realize. It. When the whole thing started dawning on me, I can't realize it more. Ah, okay. Let me actually go through this guy's timeline and see what he's always angry about. Then. block you. Ah, sometimes I would just. I would just be on Twitter, I'll be doing some search. I'll just jam all random accounts. The person has blown like uh, what the fuck is this one? Have you ever like interactions? Hello, like what because I because I you like what the fuck are you? Why are you blocking me? Do I ever I, to, I will not even search for the person in my tweets to be sure that whether I've interacted or not. Hardly. Only like one or two times out of almost fifty times that I've checked that I'm like, who the fuck are you that you're blocking me? I don't know you. What do you want from me? Like why is okay, maybe maybe they saw a tweet of mine or yeah. the fact that it also atheists or more I bind you in Jesus' name. <laughs> mine wasn't even just saying that because um for a while I was like um, a Twitter apologist, like a Christian apologist on Twitter, always getting into these arguments with people like um like Ovo, Jadon and so on and so on. And even yes, I think yeah, wow. like, I'm not sure if we did before. 
I think I probably have replied one of the things you said before once. Maybe you just yeah, maybe it's one of my own accounts. Uh, and then I just like replied. So mm-hmm. that I was just I just I found your your account and I went through everything at your tier. And when I went, I was like, this guy is just always angry about something. Say or more. Sit and not pull a spirit of anger inside this one. Oh my, let's block him. Say, I know this is this guy. <laughs> Yay! I so. So I think I think it's or honestly, honestly, I think most people would have probably blocked you also just uh, add things like that. Just saw you. I like how much this guy was vexing. I was like, okay, let me block this guy. <laughs> I can imagine there are other people like that. Um, yeah. Such is life. Such is life. Such is life. Such is life, man. So, can we know a little more about Jason? Um, we know you're Jason. What do you do? Your location, if you're comfortable with that. Are you single? How old are you? And any other thing that you're comfortable with sharing? Um, okay. Um, my name is Jason, obviously. Um, a pseudonym. And um, my nickname, actually. And um, I am 24. No problems with revealing my age. I um, okay. um, Obviously, I'm, I'm single. I got um, had an entanglement, a religious... Religion sort of like spoils my last relationship. And uh, um, finally, what was the last thing you asked? Um, what I do, I am an assistant yeah. director in, uh, in a secondary school. Okay, okay, okay. Nice one, nice one. Ah, entanglement. Okay, we'll get to that entanglement, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because religion, religion is, a cock, is a cock blocker. Notes. I'm searching <laughs> notes. NB. I'm looking for. I'm looking for ACs partners. Really. really. La la. I don't. La I don't know too. I don't know too many. I don't know too many. I think I have just one friend that's that's really atheist and is female. So I'm uh, searching. Yeah, I think you mentioned where you're based. I do want to mention that. Uh, skip that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I I presently I'm in Ocean State. Not for long. Uh, presently I'm in Ocean State. Okay. Okay. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. So, atheists. Uh, you're an atheist. Uh, you identify as an atheist. So, can you give me your own definition of what atheism is? Um, personally, I believe um, atheism is the rejection of the belief in any god. The rejection mm-hmm. of the belief in any god. I think that's like the best definition that encapsulates how I define how um, I see atheism. Really. Mm. And you say for we here now. Juju de, is Juju on top, you know? Yeah, they are Juju. Like I said, any God, like no supernaturalness, no, if there's no God, there's obviously nothing, no supernatural, no supernaturality or supernaturalness. You don't know, you know, say of recent, all these uh, African traditionalists have been finding a way to do, to fill science with Ifa, with Orisha, with, you know, as they are just like, oh, what the fuck? Um, I believe I believe the moment you understand um, stuff like neurology and um, um, is it hypnosis now? When when you understand those things and find out that they actually have scientific backings, they have science, they have grounds in science. You realize yeah. that there's nothing supernatural about them. There's nothing supernatural about most of these things that these people do. I mean, you you see magicians that um, that do tricks, and um, yeah. if a magician does a trick. It's something that if he does it here around us in Africa, yeah, most people probably ah. feel like God, like this person is probably an open worshiper or something like that. Ah. So uh, nah, white, 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 white man, you understand? 
So like yeah, I mean, I mean, most of most most of us. Mm. Sorry, before you get into that, most of us actually grew up believing that white men have more view than us because you look look at technology, look at the cars they make. So they will say things like, oh, "Do you think it's natural? Like, how can mm-hmm. someone just come up with cars and move and stuff like that?" So I grew up believing that white men even have more view than us. But it's now yeah. so recently when when I had like um, a a changing in 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 a belief system or, or, or line of thinking. Yeah. I, I got to know that most of these things are just, uh, it's just science. It's just people doing things and there's nothing supernatural about them, really. So um, exactly. that's, that's that about that. It's, it's research and study. You know, people used to think that Thunder was a Thor, Thor the Zeus. Now, <laughs> finally understand why Thunder is striking. In fact, people even find ways to induce rain artificially. Right, so right, are, yeah. What are we saying? Yeah, it's, right. It's, that's that's uh, ignorance. Ig- ignorance, the ignorance, man. Ignorance, the focus up, man. In this country, beyond. I'm um, see. Let's enter the next thing. I give us a, a full lowdown of your religious background. Like, let's like say you go hot. I said, don't they wine before we start? So, <laughs> what, was <the> <laughs> what was it like? How did they baptize you with fire and brimstone? Yeah. Um. Finally. I think there should be like a mist, a mystery sound here, yeah, the kind you get in Hollywood, like gang, 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 that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so um, I, I noticed you, you didn't ask this. Um, you didn't ask what my, um, if I'm atheist or agnostic or something like that. So I'll just get into it. I am uh, okay, obviously okay. agnostic atheist um, okay, okay. because I, I can't prove that there is no God really. And um, okay. I, because I can prove that there's no God, I also know that no one has ever proved beyond doubt that there is a God. So, um, agnostic, agnostic atheism. And um, a little bit, um, when, you, when it comes to purpose of life um, side, I, I'm an existentialist because um, I don't want to get into all that. So, that's just it. I'm existentialist and agnostic atheist. So, um, now to the, the old story. Yeah, but wait, um, let's existentialism. Me myself, I want to learn. I don't understand what it's really about. What's from your own perspective? Maybe some yeah, I ex- existentialism. Existentialism from existing is just the fact that everyone is alive for a purpose, and that purpose can either be self-assigned or a community assigned, or just being good. The act of just being good to everybody, so mm. that um, you're not you're not here. Um, um, it's sort of like the opposite of nihilism, where you believe that life is purposeless or um, there's no reason why we are here. But um, mm. I believe that we can make a reason, everyone can make a reason for why why he or she is alive. You just need to look around really. I think, yeah, I think that's where person. I stand. Like, I mix nihilism and I like, this life has no purpose, but me, I can make my own purpose. So fuck it. Yeah, so I, I think I, 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 I believe it still stores existentialism than nihilism. If, if you've seen this um, Ricky Javi's um, newest um, this um, Netflix series, Afterlife, I really, really recommend that series for anyone that's mm, looking for the Ricky Javi. Ricky Javi, yes, I've yes. Seen it's on clips Netflix. On, okay, I'll watch it. I'll be, if if there's anyone clips. looking for... Mm, all right. If there's anyone looking for... If there's anyone looking for a purpose of life or what life is really, you can mm. watch it. I do recommend it. Experts, um, experts approval or, or what? Go watch it, really. Yeah, so um, yeah. now to the story. 
yeah. that's his story um some 24 years ago <laughs> don't mind that was, in, that was in dramatic <laughs> so um i was born and bred in Elisha ocean state and um, okay. i was born in a in a community or a society that um, believes that religion or a church not really religion a church is life that mm. a church is like it controls and there's this particular church out getting to the name the name and everything i'm not uh i don't have problems with stating the name um, the name of the okay. church is christ trumpeters church christ trumpeters church in ocean state elisha mostly single branch and, um, no it has it's spreading now but it's for many many years it was only in elisha ocean state and this okay. is where the headquarters is okay. um so i was born there and um the the thinking there is that the church is life um it's very crazy because they have some very crazy beliefs and i'll get into all that um number one is the biggest one is that um they are they believe that we are the only ones that will enter even only us in the church and um, <laughs> and <laughs> wow. and um even to other christians every other christian that i have that knows the church either believes two things either number one believes that the church is too holy and that they are going to really enter heaven and most other people believe that we are just brainwashed most other christians that is not i'm not talking about people that are not even Ooh, christians at all. most other christians believe that we are brainwashed and that uh, we're just being deluded and um, wow. a lot of other people so um I- i'll get into the the core of just to like give a background so that when i start talking about the conversion you'd understand yeah. how i am supposed to be the last person in the world to ever become an atheist yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's very very strange i don't believe even in this part of the world it's really not a thing like being an atheist is not a thing yes, if no. you tell some you're an atheist it's always like ah exactly you understand and even most people that uh, if i come out most people do probably i've never i've not told anybody around there but if i do i believe that it's going to be like ah, oh, this boy is mad you finally go mad that kind of thing so um let, now let's get to the the church course teaching um the core teaching is that um they believe that Adam sinned in the Bible. Everything is grounded in the Bible. They are very, very good okay. in the Bible. I mean, any Bible argument to get in with these people, they are very, very good. Very, 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 very good from mm-hmm. experience. So they believe that um, Adam sinned and God cursed him and other humans. Then after God cursed him and other humans, he chased him away from his presence, meaning that Adam died. Um, that death Ooh. is spiritual death. And as every other person believes, so... They believe that God now chose Abraham after many years to start a lineage for his restoration program of man to himself. The Bible follows this story until Jesus Christ, who is God's incarnation in the world, to die for us. Now, that is something that almost every other Christian believes. Now, this is where yeah. the twist enters. They believe that anybody that will be restored to become a child of God has to go through a three-step salvation process three-step salvation process number one is you have to believe by proclaiming number two yeah. you have to be baptized compulsorily inside water by immersion they believe that mm-hmm. every christian that did not get baptized inside water is not a christian and is not entering heaven no matter what you are or no matter what you do and then number three is that for catholics 
they believe Catholics now because they very far. Even they believe the palace are not entering heaven. They believe all the, they could size other churches regularly in their in, in church. I be I'll use we so that um for the sake of um of the opposite <laughs> we are doing. I use we just like categorize myself with them because I was born and bred there. And I spent okay. um the largest chunk of my life there. So um the third um step is you have to, even after all those things, you still have to keep going to church every day. They call it fellowship or discipleship. You have to go to church every day. There's always a service every day. And not just any church, our church every day. Um, because they believe that Holy every shit. other church they believe that every other church teaches prosperity. And um, I mean from precedence, from what you get around here, most of the churches around here really just preach either you try you get money from being a Christian or um or this um this ones that mix sort of traditional religion with oh. um, with Christianity. So, so they now select, believe select, that people, select people are hopeless. Air fire streets. Even people that's within air fire department air fire all of them. winners now winners far pass air fire all of them. All of them. <laughs> so, um, other, other, um, other teachings that are just very different from other people's teachings. I have like, I wrote like seven things here. I just run through them. Number one is that okay. we are citizens of heaven. So we are not allowed to love or follow the world and its elements. There's a small twist to this. Um, they say, they say something. I don't know if I'm allowed to speak Yoruba here. Say it, say it, say it. Okay. The thing is, they call some people Enyaye and Enyara, meaning people of the world and people oh, of yeah. flesh. If they mm. call you Enyaye, it means that you're, number one, not part of us. That automatically mm. even sends you to a fire street. So if you want to have hope, you have to uh, you have to be poor. If you're poor, you have hope, a little hope, eventually. Wow. Because, uh, as, because Jesus said in a, a part of the Bible, I think Matthew, that um, it's easier for, the, for a camel to enter the I yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. for rich man to the time. So that is where that, that comes from. Then even the, the thing of us, the thing of us being the only ones that we enter heaven comes from Jesus' parable of the narrow road and the wide road. How the narrow road only um, accommodates a few things. You have to be able to like sacrifice and um, not saying uh, pin and needle salvation. Any small sin sends you back to your fire, even if you've gone oh. through the three step process. So uh, a lot of people around here are hypocrites, but I won't even get into that. People that, <laughs> you know, there, are things that there are things that you cannot both do. Even as humans, you know, sometimes randomly you just lie. You probably yeah, tell a joke man. that is a lie. All these things will send you to a fire according to us, according to our someone. So that's why you have to ask for forgiveness at, as much as you can when so you can. Steady, steady state of guilt. Exactly, exactly. So mm. most times you have to like, when you ask forgiveness also, if the, if the sin is very hard, the pastor always recommends that you get naked, stay in your room, and start rolling on the floor as a sign of humility towards God. To, to sort of like tell God. Say it again, say it again, say it again, say it again. You have to get, you get naked. If, if, your, if the sin you committed is very big, like maybe adultery, I think adultery is like the biggest kind of sin around here. Maybe Not you more have sex. No mother, I think adultery. Hey. Is, but maybe you are, you have sex with someone that you shouldn't. You just like you have to like the pastor recommends in order to like show humility to God, you have to like get naked, stay in your room, get naked and ask for forgiveness while rolling on the floor. I've had this a hey. lot of times with tears and 
um, humility, you have to ask for forgiveness from God. If the sin is very large, but if the sin is small, like all these small, small, cheap, cheap sins, you can just ask God, you can just take a God, I'm sorry, all these kind of things. And, and God, forgive me. God forgive me, God forgive me. Yeah, yeah, you Fuck. understand, you understand. So, um, the second one, as okay, so I was talking about you shouldn't for love the word or its elements. You are not allowed to get too rich, although there are very rich people amongst them. And um, I, there are many, very, there's a lot of very rich people amongst them. Not too many, but like ten percent of people in the church. They don't even disguise. They drive very big cars. But um, uh, there's another part of the teaching that teaches that everybody, everybody, um, every Christian, as a child of God, God knows the amount of wealth that you can, um, you can that can sustain you. Is it like sustain that you can manage? The amount of words that you can manage that uh, will not. Well, how do I say this? Let me think of the best way to put this. Most times they say it in Yoruba, so I'm just trying to like translate it. I say it in Yoruba. Yes, I think I think I'm good. I've I've translated it. They believe okay. that there's like a chunk of um, there's the amount of words that God knows you can manage, and you won't fall off. You won't backslide. Ooh, he knows that like okay. he, he probably feels like okay me if he gives me worth i won't backslide i will stay loyal to him and if, if he gives you two million if he gives you yeah you understand if he gives you fall off you understand so it feels like okay you if i give you five thousand naira you will do okay if i give you two million you go fall off so just take five five thousand naira you if i give you twenty million, if you manage him if you manage 20 million so just manage just take 20 million. So they're very rich people. I mean, they control the biggest, uh, the biggest companies around here, the biggest schools. Are, my dad has a school and um, it's one of the biggest in the state actually. And the biggest oh. schools in the state, the biggest um, pharmaceutical industry in the Southwest mm. and um, the biggest in the international bureaus, they work there. The bosses, international bureaus in the Asia Ocean State. And they, don't the they, no, no, they don't drink. But they are just working there as the managers. It's so like they I think most of them are hypocrites. I think hypocrites. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I said that already. So they don't have okay, issues okay. with you working there. In as much as you you have um, your faith is enough to stand and not fall off when you're when you're mm. there. So that's that's one. So you cannot you're not allowed to love the word or the word's element. Another one is as children of God, God gives riches and the opposite to his children. According to how much he believes you can endure. Yeah, I've said that already. And then another one is compulsorily, because the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. You must be different from others in dressing and lifestyle. So every lady in church must wear a skirt that touches a hanko. Every guy must have must not have a hairstyle, either low cut or you just um you just look decent. I think that's the word they use. They use look decent. So as a lady, you have no. to tie scarf everywhere. They always target ladies more, have you? Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm. Ladies tie scarf everywhere. They mm. have to wear a particular. You can wear the heel as to, the heels as to like there's yeah. a range, a, a measurement. Mm -hmm. There's a measurement. Discuss must mm -hmm. exactly. Discuss must touch your ankle when you're wearing Jesus, a top. You must cover your. You must cover your elbow, and yeah. um, so on and so forth. Your clothes must not be too tight. Mm -hmm. You understand? We've been taught these things from when we were young. So when it, when we grow up, it, it's just normal. It's natural. perfectly normal. It's natural. So we just do it. Except those that, that go out and maybe get exposed a little bit, then those ones maybe backslide small. And immediately you start um, dressing in a way that's different. Number one, you're not allowed to function in any church department. 
you're considered, mm-hmm. you're stigmatized basically. Sure. You're just stigmatized. Everybody just looks at you like, I just want a child of Satan, that kind of thing. So that is that. Then the next one, most other churches in the world preach prosperity. So most of them are going to hell. Uh, that's another point. It is believed that most other churches preach prosperity and they bring it up every time in almost every teaching. And they say things like, we should be grateful for the kind of church that God has called us into. Because the categories of people that are going to hell, the closest category to us are other Christians. But the fact that they are in their churches, they probably preach prosperity also means they are going to hell. And um, the fact that they don't dress wow. like us, they don't they wear trousers, they mm-hmm. don't tie scarf, they do all these things also mean they are going to hell. Do their nails. Air fire where, streets. Where, no. where perfume that is big fire. perfume. Air fire. Air fire. So that's another one. The next one is that um, we are the only ones on the narrow road. I give you the parable of the, I think, um, Matthew, Matthew chapter is it 7 or 13 or something like that. I, it's been a while since I read the Bible. And um, I let me just allude to this. When I was a Christian, I have completed the Bible more than five times from beginning to the end. More than five times. I have um, read the, the New Testament more than 10 times. Then Pauline episodes, many, many. I, it's uncountable. It's uncountable. It's so I used, to be, I used to be a golden boy, someone that everyone believed. Oh, this boy is one of those, one of the future of this church. And, um, yeah, yeah. One of the, the um, is it the, the ethicals of this thing? Yeah, it's very cool. I used to teach. I used to like. Pre- amongst Do you speak young- in tongues? No, we don't speak in tongues because because according to Acts chapter one, speaking in tongues was um, speaking is speaking another language. That's language that other people can understand. So they believe that people don't speak in tongues these days. It's also one of the reasons why we believe other churches are going to hell because they speaking are calling. They are, they are, We believe that they are speaking gibberish and. Calling it God speaking through them, so that's yes, it's correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is that's another oh, one. Another thing I wrote here is that um, things that corrupt children. Okay, there are three categories of things that corrupt children of God. Number one is your flesh. This one is the teaching is born out of the temptation of Jesus Christ. Number one is your flesh. That's okay. what your body wants. How the devil tempted Satan. With what he is hungry, yeah, like your flesh wants it. So the moment you decide, you decide to choose your flesh, like your flesh wants um, some, and it's also hypocrisy because there are some level. I mean, your flesh wants clothes, and you're wearing clothes, so <laughs> you're still picking something that your flesh wants. It's just to a particular yeah, no, no. degree. Pick you and choose, yeah. You, you understand? So you're like cognitive dissonance a little bit. Cognitive yeah. So another one is the your flesh corrupts you, the world corrupts you. That's fancy places and fancy stuff. Using oh, too wow. much flashy things is believed to be something that corrupts a child of God. Also, and number three, the devil, Satan corrupts you also. That's like even the smallest. They say the devil doesn't corrupt you by himself. He doesn't come to you. He corrupts you using two of those things: either the flesh or the world. Either he brings something that you that your body wants to you. Or something that is beautiful, that is fancy, flashy, the world. It brings it to you. At the moment you choose that or you choose any of those things, you're going to you're corrupted, you're you're on the way to hellfire. Don't go for now. So you're you're going to you're on the wide road, man. 
So another bad. one is yeah, another one is obedience is the most important thing in Christianity. Mm-hmm. And obedience is in two ways. Either you obey um what the Bible says and you obey what the pastor teaches. Meaning that when the pastor says uh, don't do this or this thing is bad, the moment you sorry. Okay, I'm back. Are we safe? Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. the moment obedience. you do, uh, yeah, okay. obedience. The moment you do something that you have been instructed to not do, you're going to hell also. Then um, another one is that um, our pastor is believed to be the modern day Paul, like Paul of the Bible, the modern day one, the person that God has chosen to carry people to heaven. Yeah. yeah. So if he says anything. Is very is very very feared. Like everyone fears him. He's almost like the real Paul in the Bible. How everyone fears yeah. fears that guy. So uh, because of the fact that he he did not, they believe that other God called other pastors right, but they derailed the big modernism. Sort of like got the better of them. But because this our own consistency, the fact that this our own teaching has endured for many years. I mean, the church has been running for more than 40 years now. The fact that the teaching has endured and has, and has remained the same for more than 40 years actually means that, yeah, this man is actually called that consistency. And he is very good for real. Honestly, he's very, very good. I mean, if if you get in a conversation with him, if you don't know what you're doing, it will make you feel guilty. 100%. He's very, very good. Uh, and that's also, yes. Now, yeah, you know they say uh, what the pastor says. Which one comes first? Like, if the pastor says A and the Bible says B, which would you follow? It will always ground it in the Bible. It always grounds it. It knows how to do it. It knows how yeah. to find a way to ground it. So it's not. He never says anything that's not in the Bible. Never. Oh, okay. He always okay. finds a way okay. to ground it in the Bible. Huh. So ninja. Not, yeah, it's very good. Very good. I think he did philosophy in school. So, and to do philosophy in school, in the midst of people that are very less educated or very less smart than ah, smarter they than they don't him, stand the chance. They don't stand the chance. I mean, this man is very, very good. I am emphasizing it again. Pastor Ludar is very, 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 very good. <laughs> so, <laughs> the next one. <laughs> next one. Um, atheists are very far off. That's why. I'm really the last person that should ever consider it. Yeah, I alluded to this earlier that it's not even a thing. Like, it is not a thing. So, it is not even believed to be something that anyone should do. It's unfathomable. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, that is that. Then, the next one, as um, because God has called us to the church, God did us a favor by calling us to the church. That is, we are be, be, by being born, being called into a church means we are born into the church. Oh, and God did us you. a massive favor. Yeah, so we are one of the chosen ones in the latter part of of the world. Because then and what did you do to deserve it? Nothing. Nothing. It's just that's why they believe that the way to repay that favor is actually just stay faithful and not be mm-hmm. seen as that kind of thing. So that is recipe for recipe for cults. Huh. Ah, finally, I've been expecting you to say it. I intentionally did not use the word. I'll be holding myself back. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people that hear this story from me actually have said that, yeah, man, this is a this is a sect, man. It's yeah, because it really is, it really is a sect. It really is Damn. a sect. So um the next one is that um 
because of okay i'll get into all that, all that later the next one is this word um your time you the time you spend in the world is um temporal so you should be able to sacrifice a few years of sinlessness to um get into eternal flex like eternal enjoyment everyone is everyone is eternal so everlasting so you should be able to sacrifice sinlessness or sins to be able to enjoy what god has on offer what, for you what do they describe heaven like like is it a bind and worshiping bro, god mansion or bro, are you getting your dick sucked or which one bro um the description of heaven is re- revelation obviously and he knows how to explain revelations very well it's probably the only person you would have asked to explain revelation it would make it look very fanciful to you let me explain let me get into it a little bit um you immediately you enter a, okay, number one is that John did not actually describe heaven as much as he can. He only used the the brain of humans cannot really express what John said, what John saw. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best he did was just the best that uh, that's the that the human brain can do. Yeah, you understand. So you yeah. see things like um, I saw some. I saw things like um, um, like gold or something that looks like gold and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it now makes it look like this thing is actually looking better than gold. So why would you not sacrifice gold in the world that is using earring and chains and all these things to be able to deserve gold up there? That's the thing that is more than gold. Then um, another thing is that when you're in heaven, you're going to be in the presence of God. And that is like the biggest enjoyment, the fact that you're in the presence of God and you will not be sorrowful again. You're going to be happy forever. You're going to be like a mini God. You're going to be like God. Um, and I think there's a verse of Bible that says, and you shall be, um, and you shall, you shall see him just as he is, something like a first John or something. I'm mm. a little, I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. I've not read yeah. the book in, in a few years. I understand it. Yeah. I've not read the book out of anger, really. I'm going to get back to it because I used to be very good with quoting all these things, but it's just for like two years now. I've not, mm. I've not take, really take read Take a break. Book. Take a break. When is time? <laughs> you reload and so, become a ninja, counter ninja. Uh, yeah right yeah right so um after that another one is that um before you okay the bible is sufficient you're not allowed to read any other book apart from the books you use in school so as a young person you're not allowed to read any other book you want to read any other book no no science except except the ones that you are recommended to read because except the ones you read for school you understand and um one thing that they say one thing they say about the purpose of being in school actually is that um you can if you, the reason why you are allowed to go to school is so that because like paul you know paul says that he's um is learned and his ministry okay. became big he wrote huge chunks of the bible because he was learned god was able yeah. to use that in being learned for his mm. own purpose and you I'm know that even more than you know, even wrote, exactly. You know that even wrote more than the other apostles, like Peter. Now I get the Bible. I get the New Testament. Everybody just deceiving themselves. Exactly. Exactly. I believe in Christianity. Right. I be on the same page with that. So it is believed that um, the fact that he is learned was what God used. And if you're learned, God will have more things to use than you not being learned. So just go to school and learn. So that is why they allow people to go to school around here. That's yeah, the reason. But for you personally, how did you cope? Did you, or was the science diluted? Like things like evolution, did you ever come across it before when you were young? Yes, when I think all of us school? did. All of us did in secondary school. There's really anyone that didn't. But it's always um, sort of like subsided. 
like it's it's just always said like uh they used to say something like evolution but um it's really nothing it's really nothing that much it's just them what's uh what's it what people in the world, what scientists that the devil has so entered are using to find it's yeah, it's a Christian school pretty much, right? That, uh, I don't think the schools around there are Christian schools, so it's okay, sort of very okay, subsided. Okay. And uh, um, because okay. of all these things I've said, because of all these things I've said, you're not allowed yeah. to travel to live somewhere else. Mm. Because okay. we, we believe that God has called us here, and this is where God wants to use us. Mm. So, because okay. God has called us here, and this is where He wants to use us, you're not allowed to live somewhere else. So, you can't say that you're traveling. If you want to travel, is either for maybe school, and you have to come back, service, and you have to come back, or uh, maybe you have an occasion to attend, and you have to come so back also. They will want you to marry and give birth to children there. You you can't marry someone that's not a trumpeter as a trumpeter. You can't marry someone that is not amongst us as a member. Yeah. Can't. So you okay. can't marry. It's just um, uh, so another thing is that you okay. are not allowed to go anywhere that the church doesn't have a branch. And they have they have a new branch in Lagos recently, although they are not much because they really can't get a lot of people. Around here, because <laughs> I believe that I believe that people are more wild than that. I mean, I, I lived in Lagos for a while. I lived in Lagos for a while, so I know during uh-huh. my own um, my own finding myself phase. I lived in Lagos for a little bit. You so, can't cage uh, Lagosians. You have to bring something attractive. You can't just say you want to be poor. Hunger will kill you. Hey, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So they are, most of their branches are in just um villages or towns that are. In, in the yeah. outskirts of, of Ocean states, like um, all these um, all these small small villages and so on. Mm-hmm. Then Ibadan also, although they are not much in Ibadan also, but they have a church there. They have a church mm-hmm. in Ibadan. Ibadan, don't they open up small small? Yeah, right. They have a church mm-hmm. in Ifeh. They have one in Oshodi in Lagos. For anyone that wants to attend, you can just contact me. I'll direct you. You're going to, if you want to amuse yourself, <laughs> if you want to amuse yourself, contact me. I'll send you a location. You go there and you find what I'm saying. Now, now, more cargo. You enter the church. Oh, they will pursue you. After they will pursue you. They will pursue you much. They pursue you. So um, another thing is, um, before I get into my own deconversion story. Um, one other thing that's important to note is that around here, everything that they do is grounded inside the Bible. Like they will read the Bible to you and make you see it. If you're not smart enough to to uh, to, if you're not smart enough to debunk it, <clears throat> they'll make you see it. They are that good. They will make you see it. So uh, now, to my own conversion story, um, uh-huh. when they start breaking down all the because that is what I described. Like this is a f- fucking strong firewall how the hell did you hack it how what 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 broke through and made it be like what the fuck is going on yeah i think one word to if you ask me to answer that with one word one word to describe it is just adventure adventure i i i've always had this sense of adventure of adventure i always wanted to actually see What's the other? Okay, from the in the from the start, I told you as I said, I was a golden boy. Um, mm-hmm. I was like I was born and bred there, so till I was still I graduated from the University of Badon around uh, twenty uh, twenty fifteen, 
And I, to, to show you that I was a golden boy, I am the youngest ever chorister in the church. I am the youngest ever instrumentalist. I am the youngest ever everything. I graduated to university. People are going to scream when they hear this, but I graduated university aged, um, aged, what was my age then? 2016, age 19. I, mm-hmm. I, I entered university when I was when I was um, fourteen. Mm-hmm. I graduated age nineteen because of acid strike and stuff. So I went to service twenty, and that was when shit started happening. When I was going for service, um, most young people in the church are hypocrites. Most of us are hypocrites because we go to church, give what they want to see, what our parents want to see, and exactly, uh, no. we go out. We go out and do our shit, especially when we're in school. Most of the children in from that church that I'm in school, I can tell you. 90% of them are doing stuff that their parents or the church will not approve yes, of. Yes, no, no, a bastard, no, <laughs> Exactly. So, a lot, of them, a lot of them are doing that shit. So, I was one of those that really didn't do stuff. I was very good at hiding it. I, throughout my years in school, nobody, people get reports, like, when you know, when you are much in school, when church members see you doing stuff that you shouldn't be doing, even yeah. as much, as small as using a bracelet, they'll bring it to church and report to you and Fuck. you start having issues. And immediately you have issues, your parents have issues. And um, I think the <sighs> most disgraceful thing you can, your parents can go through in this part of the world is to be stopped from ministering in any church departments. Once you do that, your parents will start feeling very bad. I mean, I know my parents were crying every day when I left. So um, after, after that, um, so it was adventure that made you to just leave that time, Abi. Yeah, so it was adventure. I when I finished my when I finished from school, I was I started serving, and during my service, I met some people, people that were very smart. And inside my head, I started feeling like, oh, are these people going to hell also? Like mm-hmm. these people look too smart them to go to hell. I had never encountered people like that before. The the most I was exposed exposed was school like when i went to school i that's like the yeah. most i i knew then i don't think i knew where school and home school home school home and home means church obviously so because the whole lifestyle is encapsulated inside church you can't do anything outside church. even when you go to school you have to take permission this is when i'm going this is when i'll be back so the church pretty much controls every part of your life every part of your life you cannot do anything without if you want to go for any occasion you have to go to church Register your department, write a letter that you're going to an location and when you'll be back and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. we have less than 10 minutes, so don't forget to. Oh, okay. So um this was how my own started. For safety. Yeah, right. I um started just meeting people and and before then, when I was still in the church, before um the old service thing came up, like a few years before that. I met someone in church that told me something about eternal salvation and um, I didn't take it. He just mentioned, he just alluded to it. The guy was one of the folks that we see as a backslider in church. Yeah. One of those that went and came back after a while and everybody just feels like, "Ah, this guy is a child. We just stigmatize him. There was a day, there was a day that he, he came to meet me and I was one of those boys that shouldn't be seen around people like that because I was a golden boy. He was a backslider. So he said something like eternal salvation and I just added and just left, but it stuck with me. Do you understand? It yeah. stuck with me, but it really was meaningless to me, but it just stuck with me. So when I 
during service when I told you that I started meeting people and I started feeling like ah, well, these people too did this word now, like these people too. Ah, how this people could take air this our own version of our own version of the gospel so that they will enter mm-hmm. even like ah or more. And the normal thoughts would have been a, a normal trumpeters member would have been to preach to them. But my own thoughts was like, okay, let me actually see the other side. Let me see how the other side lives. Let me see how they how they how they live. Then I went back to this guy and the guy I told you from years ago. At this moment, um, we I had not seen him in many years. I just called him out of the blue. I found his number somehow and called him like, "Hey, you said you told me something some years ago about eternal salvation. Um, what's 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 that about? Explain." Then he he explained a few things. He sent a very long voice note and uh, introduced me to a pastor. I don't know if I can name him. He has been named on the podcast before from. Um, um, previous ones, Pastor Onoyinka Olushegun. And um, I started okay. following him. I started following him. I um, learned a few things from him. I mean, I became very, very fervent in listening to him. That I listened to him every day, every time, every day. And wow. I became practically, that was when I backs, I started backsliding from the trumpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I started, started like becoming a grace preacher. Like okay, um, this is <laughs> grace. This is uh, Jesus Christ has died once and for all, and all these things. Um, and, yeah, 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 yeah. and that was that happened twenty seventeen. So I just kept following him for many, many, for many, many months. I became very, very grounded in it. That I was started preaching it to other people also. I started living where I was serving. I started living where I was serving in Ekiti State to go to Lagos to attend Caris Camp meetings, to attend Believers Convention without the consent of my parents, of course. And uh, I started going to Lagos to just learn from him and so on. I became close with this guy I called a backslider also. We got very close. We used to talk about stuff. We used to like discuss Bible. I started my own mini, uh, mini uh, church, online church. I will wow. organize um, Zoom. Is it Zoom meetings now? What's this thing? Yeah. Google Meet or something? But okay. it's just voices only. And something like Clubmaster, but not really Clubmaster. Clubhouse, something like Clubhouse, I'm sorry, but not really mm-hmm. Clubhouse, where we talk about Bible. I preach to people. And I started having converse. Even I, at that point, started seeing things like, I'd, I'd see that I started seeing things, side prophesying. I started speaking in tongues. And so on and so forth. Throughout, throughout, um, COVID, that's hey, fire. Oh, hey, fire. <laughs> that that happened between twenty seventeen and twenty twenty. I throughout COVID year, I was always isolated at home praying. Throughout, I used to, I used to fast from morning till probably four o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. My parents knew about that, but they didn't know that I was fasting because of America. They thought I was fasting because. They believe that God has um, God has a purpose for me in trumpeters. Amen. And um, one other thing that I forgot to say before time runs out is um, I'm trying to rush everything now because of time. Oh, um, yeah. One thing I one thing I forgot to say is before I was born, there was a prophecy that I was going to be used in trumpeters. Hmm. And after I was born, even I have the prophecy recorded on my phone from trumpeters that I am going to be Samuel. I'm going to be God's Samuel. And that he was going to lay hands on me, and I was going to be very, very. I was going to be one of the future of of the work of God in the church. So, prophecy last that. <laughs> yeah, before I was born and after I was born. So when that happened, I started feeling like, okay, maybe that prophecy is actually real. 
but God actually, because God didn't specify the church, maybe he okay. wants to use me in another church. So I just like give myself that meaning. You understand? Yeah. I told myself that. So um, my parents also, anytime they find me praying, they don't stop me because they believe I almost this boy a child of promise or child of covenant or that kind of thing. So let's just leave him. No matter what he's doing, I used to come out and preach. And But then I was already not a trumpeter anymore. I didn't believe those things anymore. I became more of a grace preacher. Something that yeah. someone that believed that we are saved, we are saved, we are saved for once and for all. And all those teachings just left my head. I always say, uh, don't wear this kind of clothes and everything <laughs> left my head. So yeah. um, from there, I I feel like now that I am what I am, now that I am atheist, I feel like I needed that process. I needed to shed off the trumpeter way to take the grace way because the grace way is so much closer to atheism than this trumpeter's way. You understand? Uh, yeah. I, you can't be a trumpeter and become atheist. You're going to be scared. Oh my, fear, fear <laughs> will catch you from inside. Self, <laughs> kill you because you start think, you start seeing things that we have to you around there, and those things will start having meanings. Like maybe you feel. Maybe you have an accident. You start feeling like, oh, maybe it's because God of this thing I'm thinking. Uh-huh. God is punishing you and, and so on and so forth. And yeah. God is presented as a cruel being, someone that if you sin once like this, you don't get Punisher. issues. Uh-huh. So after after the honor interface, I decided during that time that I was going to leave. So at some point in that 2020, I stumbled upon a Twitter argument, a Twitter debate between Ono Inka and most of you guys, you hate these guys of the time, <laughs> principally, principally Jidon um, on Twitter. And that was when Jidon and I spoke. I stumbled upon an argument and I became sort of like an apologist myself on Twitter. I used to argue with people and honestly, I used to win most of those arguments. Honestly, I actually did it soon because I was very good. I mean, I had a, had a background that was uh, Christocentric. I, that was extremely Christocentric yeah. to um, the the mild centric one. I don't know if that's a word, but let's let's just take that. I became mild centric. So I had, had that mixed together. So I had a response for everybody. I had a response for everybody. So when so three stages now: trumpeter stage, online stage, apologetic stage. I became an apologist and. I started following people like Rabbi Zacharias and so on and so forth, uh, Jordan Peterson and, um, Craig, and so on and so forth, William Craig, yeah, and so on. So I just started following them and like listening to them and just following them. And, and from there, I started becoming, I started becoming, sorry, I became a, a, a debater on, on Twitter. I used to debate. I, intentionally, I would go on Twitter and search for the word atheist. And anything you say, I'll start, like I'll, start, I'll, start, I'll start replying you and just create an argument and wind you because the moment you can't reply me anymore, I just tell you I have won and so on and so forth. So that's like the third stage. So there was a day I stumbled upon an argument and I saw an argument between the pastor himself, Pastor Noika and Jidon. Okay. And Jidon presented some very, 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 very good points that entered my head. And at that point, I started praying that God was happening. Like, this guy said some things and I've seen sense in it. Like, why should I be seeing sense in what he's saying? Like, something is wrong somewhere. So I just started. Um, I really can't. It was about, okay. um, it was about wokeism. Oh, no, you can say woke, actually, atheists, Nigerian atheists are just um, victims of wokeism. And then. Um, 
Jidong started replying because Jidong was also an ex Onoin kite. So that's what we used to call ourselves Onoin kites or Onoin kite boys. So he's an ex also like me. That was when I got to know, okay, this boy actually, this guy actually has lived inside it also. He has experienced it and now he's saying these things. What did he see? Okay, I DM, okay, I started following him. I didn't follow him. I started going to his timeline to just read stuff. I start. I, I was praying. She understand. I was praying. Anytime I was around, I was always praying that God, please save me from this spirit of uh, of this thing that's trying to consume me. Yeah. But at the same time, inside my head, um, I sorry, in my head I was praying. At the same time, I was always going through his tail on Twitter, going through his tail, reading his stuff, going through his stuff, reading, reading, educating myself. And um, anybody he tags or anybody any article he, he talks about, I go to read the article. And so on and so forth. But inside my head, I was praying. Outside, I was reading. So I started, I started having small, small issues, small, small issues with a lot of those things. Then um, I didn't follow him. Not like I follow. I wasn't following him. I just knew his um, Andrew often. You, you were following, and, but you're not following. I wasn't following. Like, I wasn't really following on Twitter, but I knew yeah. his Andrew often. So I used to like, follow him and read his stuff. So I from there, I, I used to pray and I used to follow. But I was just like sort of divided inside my head because now I have, I have knowledge or I had knowledge. I actually know what's up. I had knowledge, but on the other side, I wanted those things to be false. I wanted those things to be fake. I wanted to just find something that will like disprove everything that I've read. Something that will just say, that will just be like a, a contradiction or something that won't make sense. And inside me, I was like, yeah, bingo, that is it. This is what proves that Jadon is wrong. But I never found it. Then from there, I started following people like um, like Michael Michael UD. I started going through his, his TL also. Mm. That's where you also you also come into the picture. I used to go through your own TL also. Then I think he used to use Rantinetis instead of Durantinetis and other folks also, people like um, Polo and so on. So then inside yeah. my head, I'll be praying that those things were false. But naturally, I was physically, I was going through their TL and reading and educating myself. Um, studying them and just getting knowledge. Then I met someone else, Matic. Then that was the first person I, I reached out yeah, to, okay. Matic. Um, I spoke to him and uh, we spoke for a long while. We spoke for a long while. And um, I, I think I remember that day, something very funny happened. That day I was actually at home. I asked my dad to send me airtime. He sent me 2,000 Naira airtime. And I called, I used the airtime he sent to me to call Matic. And we spoke for a long while. And although he said what he said, then he was agnostic, wasn't I think now he's atheist because from his post, I see that the guy seems to, to be atheist. But then he was agnostic. He was just anti-Christian and anti anti Abrahamic religion. Yeah. Anti anti Abrahamic religion. So he sort of like added thing for the the local ones then. So we spoke at length and then my I just I when I heard everything he said, after I knelt down and prayed again, that's good. I don't hear another thing again. Waiting to do my head. <laughs> like what's what's happening? Like just show me a sign that something is wrong. Like when I'm reading, just show me something that is wrong. So that I'll know that yeah, this thing is wrong. This is God. This is what God is showing me. Even with that, I was going to then I was in service, obviously. I used to come home every two weeks. And they don't allow us, they didn't allow us to, they don't allow us to serve outside the West, the Southwest. So that mm-hmm. we won't be far away from church. So every two weeks or three weeks, we come home, or yeah. once a month, or once in two months, we come home. So um, I was having a naked state, and then I used to like just that was when 
that was the phase where my I started having issues. So after that, I after the old Twitter phase, I um just at some I started reading. I the first book I read was um um what's this book? Hey, no, not the first man. Okay, no, I didn't start reading then. Then I started using this this what I'm saying is end of 2020 towards the beginning of 2021 is what I'm talking yeah. about now. Okay. Um so that's like the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. So at that point, from 2019 to 2020, I was divided for like the whole year. I was divided. I was fasting. I was praying. But inside my head, I was praying also. But naturally, I was reading 80s stuff. Do you understand? Mm. So yeah. um, going to 20, now, the story that was 2021 now. 2021 was now where, when I decided that after service, I, okay, still on 2020, after service, I decided to do my master's. I didn't want to come home yet because I still wanted to keep learning. So I told my dad I wanted to do my master's in AKT State, the same school, the same state I was serving. I started my master's immediately after my YSC, just so that I won't come home and I'd have time to like just process and sort out my thoughts and so on. So I started my master's then. I started doing it. I I was still going through this um, this religious dilemma or or, or um, knowledge dilemma, information dilemma I had then. Inside my head, I was praying. I was preaching to people. My online church was still going on fine. And um, I was reading 80s stuff in the hope of looking for, in the hope of getting awesome. um, getting something that's, that is contradictory, just look for something yeah. that disproves atheism. So, I did, no, so now, um, start of 2021, I decided after my master's that I wasn't going to go back home, that I was going to leave Ekiti and travel to Abuja. And um, I just wanted to leave. I was tired with the trumpeter thing, and uh, inside my head now, it wasn't trumpeter wasn't right because I had proved I had disproved that one over and over and over and over again. I know that yeah. almost every Christian that believes Jesus Christ is going to heaven, no matter how you dress, you don't need to be baptized to enter heaven and all these things. <laughs> but what the dilemma was in was between grace preaching and atheism, grace preaching and atheism. That was the dilemma I was yeah. in. So. I so like okay. pushed you over. So I it was a conversation. I had a conversation with Jadon, the devil, okay. God, the real devil that started the whole thing inside my head. <laughs> <laughs> I still tell him that we still talk up to today. We are, we are good friends. So I, I texted him one day and I was like, Hey bro, what's up? 2021. Uh I can't remember the precise day, but 2021, I texted him like, bro, what's up? I stumbled upon, he told me that um, we should talk on Clubhouse. We opened the Clubhouse room and had an extensive conversation, more than an hour, mm. maybe even wow. more than two hours, really. Yeah, we spoke okay. at length. And I found out that, I found out that our, our, um, our backgrounds were actually similar from mm. an extremely Christocentric background to being an Onoinka, to being an apologist, to being an um, apologist, yeah, to apologist. being an atheist. So, and he, that was the step. You know, those were those were the steps, the stages of his own deconversion, and that was like the one of the stages of mine also. And uh, when we had the conversation, was when everything just changed for me. And I was just like, man, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I need to like research on what the other side feels like. And um, I was in Abuja, and I was doing my research. I didn't carry. I didn't read the Bible once. I wanted to know. I wanted to educate myself on the other side. I started reading full books like The Force Men. I started following Richard Dawkins. I read The God Delusion. 
I read The Greatest Show on Earth and so on and so forth. I read all these books. I followed the four men, basically Christopher Hitchin, um, Daniel Domet, Sam Harris, and Richard Dawkins. I followed four of them up to today. I'm like an ardent follower of 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 um of four of them till today. So I started reading their books. I started um listening to um to their podcast, Sam Harris's podcast mostly. Start watching their videos on YouTube and stuff. Oh, so that was okay. when I that was when the switch just flipped quarter quarter, and it was just done. I knew I was done, man. I was done because <laughs> it was beyond doubt at that point. It was just beyond doubt. I followed them. I read. I think Jadon recommended it's okay to be smart. I went over to his YouTube um, okay. channel went through his, his stuff on evolution and everything just seemed yeah. correct. Everything just seemed right and it just seemed perfect. Like, so this is what the world is. This is, and things that I've always had questions, the questions I've always had, everything just seemed sorted. Like everything was easy. And then I became agnostic. I still wasn't full-blown atheist. Then I was just agnostic, like, okay, um, the, we, maybe there's a God and we don't know because there were still some things like what we said earlier, things like um, like fetish, fetishism, this um, yeah. supernaturalness, like yeah. uh, wait, have people they enter one chance for Abuja now, people they talk say they used to do knock them and no remember what's in happen again and so on and so forth. Like uh, since there's, there needs to be a God behind all the supernatural things, so maybe there's a God, but it's not the one that is not someone that we know. There's someone in charge of all this mess. And you know that immediately someone gets to that stage, I know that you can bear with me witness that the person is just inches away from atheism, really. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's atheism or something. Exactly. So immediately I got to that stage, I knew it. I was done. I just, Baba, accept what you want to accept. You're done. <laughs> You're done. So after like the wow. whole one year in Abuja, I came back home December last year. And the reason why I came back home is um i want to i'm planning to just flee pata pata at some point and at that point i want to have spent time with my family because throughout the time i was not around they were always crying i mean their business took a delve as church they started having issues and people used to stigmatize them because mm-hmm. their child was not around and it is believed that oh. if your child is not around you probably didn't do a good job and i loved them so much and i wanted them to be to be happy, really. I love them and I just love myself more, really. I love them. So I wanted to just come back and if everybody sees me and I'm around for a while, a few years or a few months, and um, if I'm able to convince them or not, I'll just leave eventually. But now I'm um, here and um, and um, I, don't think you, I don't expect you to convince them. So. I don't expect so too, but I just mm-hmm. want to be here for a while and probably okay. raise some money. It's easier to raise money here. My dad has a school. I yeah, gave yeah, yeah, me a job yeah, yeah. there and so on and so forth. So it's easier to raise money. Yeah, eventually maybe I'll just yeah. travel. So, so that's so, that's why I'm I'm back home now. Yeah. So the the goal is to collect your leverage back eventually. Exactly. Exactly. Um, bro, your story has been very as you said, it's a very different story. <laughs> as a, the way you just a break out down. I told you, man. I told you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed Jason's story. Please subscribe up Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever podcasts are available. Then if you want to share your story, please reach out 
via the links in the show notes below. And that's all for now. Have a great week and I'll catch you on the next one.